Good morning and welcome to the Product of IT Cybersecurity Daily number 438. It is Friday, September 24th, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and farm co-ops are being targeted. What's the impact? This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Hey, guess what? You made it. It's Friday. It's the end of the week. The weekend is upon us. It's the first weekend of the fall of 2021. And so you could go pick pumpkins and apples and all of that fall activity stuff, fairs and carnivals and somewhat normal life going on right now somewhat i use that very loosely um wherever you listen to this if you could like share comment to review that would be spectacular maybe you're listening to this on the ferris wheel right now that would be something else that would be unbelievable if you are let me know that would be great and if you're in a hipaa compliant business you can go to facebook and or linkedin type get hipaa compliance into the search and join the group And finally, if you're in business at all, join the Facebook group, Main Street Networking. It's where we network for business owners and business operators and anybody who needs to network to grow their business. Our hashtag is Let's Grow. Join that group. Find out when the next meeting is. There actually is one this morning. If you're hearing this before 9.30 a.m. Eastern, uh, shoot shoot us an email, support at nuage.tech. And uh, we'll we'll send you the the details to get involved in the meeting. It is virtual, so you got that going for you. Right. Let's so let's jump into the news for Friday. A couple of uh, software updates for you. Cisco has released security updates to address vulnerabilities in multiple Cisco products that an attacker could exploit. At least some of those to take control of a system. You could go to the Cisco advisory page to see what you got to take care of tools.cisco.com slash security slash center slash publication listing dot x it is um listing has an uppercase l so make sure you check that out if you're using cisco you sure you're probably already aware of the of the um updates that are available if it's anything that's dangerous make sure you take care of it apple has released security updates to address it's actually a, a zero day for older operating systems and phones so if you are um on ios an older version of ios so here, here's the list iphone 5s iphone 6 iphone 6 plus ipad air ipad mini 2 mini 3 ipad touch 6 gen or running ios or that all are running ios 12.5.5 or you're on a mac with security update 2021-006 catalina these updates apply to you. It is a zero day that is being actively exploited, and you, so you should take care of it now if you are using any of those devices. The CISA Fed has released guidance on IPv6 consideration. Now, IPv6 has been around for a while now, and some devices do use it. Uh, if you're not familiar, IPv6, it's Internet Protocol version 6. So today, most people are familiar with the IP addresses. So you might be familiar with 192.168.10.1 or something like that in your environment, or it might start with a 10, or it might start with a 172. Uh, internally, you might know what your public IP address is. Some people are a little more savvy than others. 
when it comes to these things, well, IPv6 addresses are not like that. They are hexadecimal, meaning using digits zero through nine and uh, uh, alpha characters A through F, that's hexadecimal, and longer string of characters, meaning there's more addresses available. Long story short, we're running out of IPv4 addresses, which is the current scheme. IPv6 is actually current as well, but it's just not being used everywhere yet. Um, well, the CISA is now saying there's a, well, they're saying renewed focus on IPv6 in the federal government and that those um, decision makers, IT decision makers and administrators in federal government agencies and organizations should review IPv6 considerations for TIC 3.0, which is um, the Trusted Internet Connections Program, obviously the third version of it. So go and check that out. And, um, you know, if you're in business, it's something you may want to start thinking about as well. If the federal government is looking at it, you know, there was a strange thing with IP addresses right towards the end of the last presidential administration. Um, so I don't know, you know, I know whatever it was is over and done with, but there's some some shenanigans maybe going on there with IPv4 addresses. So maybe this ties into that concern for the federal government. I don't know. Something to think about, though. Remember a couple of weeks ago, it might be months ago now, that we were talking about the prox proxy logon exploits that have since been patched. Microsoft zero day at the time. Uh, well, guess what? They're being exploited. Um, a hacking group has used it to exploit, has used the proxy logon exploit to breach hotels worldwide using um, the proxy logon group, uh, proxy logon vulnerability, this group, which is called Famous Sparrow, um, has managed to compromise hotels in all over Europe, France, Lithuania, UK, in the Middle East, Israel, Saudi Arabia, in Brazil, Canada, Guatemala, in Taiwan, and in Africa, Burkina, Faso, um, so pretty, pretty big path of destruction there. Lots of hotels. I don't see a name for the any of the hotels, so I don't know what chain it might have been. But uh, yeah, so once again, reason to not wait to patch. I know it's been. I know it hasn't been that long. It's been, I don't know, maybe a couple months earlier this summer. But here we are. And uh, we mentioned at the top of the episode that um, farming co-ops are being attacked. So this is the second one now and is less than a week, I believe. It's the second agricultural business to be seized this week. Well, there you go. And pretends a bitter harvest with yet another nasty jab at critical infrastructure. So here's the problem. In the U.S., there are rumors of food shortages for certain things. And um, supposedly that's going to get worse. We have supply chain issues, not the supply chain that we always talk about with solar winds and Kaseya, uh, but supply chain with delivering food and stuff like that has been an issue for the last, well, pretty much since COVID started. And now 
these food farming co-ops are being hit with ransomware attacks. This is the second one. Crystal Valley, a Minnesota-based farm supply and grain marketing cooperative, has become the second U.S. agricultural business to be hit with a ransomware attack this week. The company released a statement about the attack on its website on Tuesday afternoon. But as of Wednesday afternoon, the site had been knocked offline and was still down. So it sounds like whatever it was, they didn't contain it. Um, they released a message on their Facebook account that said, Crystal Valley has been targeted in a ransomware attack. The attack has affected our computer systems and interrupted the daily operations of our company, according to the Facebook post. Payment systems are down for them. Um, and it goes on to talk about a ransomware attack on New Cooperative. So it's a family, a farmer collective called New Cooperative. That was Black Matter. This one, I don't think they... I don't think this one has... They have determined who it was yet. If it was Black Matter, they seem to also be potentially pointing fingers at our evil and dark side which we've talked about in the past um but you know this is you might think farming co-ops are not a target for ransomware they're, they're opportunists ransomware attackers and their affiliates because let's keep in mind they do do this as a service so there are affiliates they are opportunists so if they see an opportunity then they're going to take it it doesn't matter what it is um doesn't matter if you're selling widgets out of your garage. If they see an opportunity, they're going to take it. But it does have an impact because it impacts the supply chain for food within the U.S., especially if more than one of them is hit. So look for more of these attacks, especially because I would guess the farming co-ops don't take cybersecurity as serious as they should. Um, but again, this just paints a picture of why... It doesn't matter what industry you're in or how big your business is. You need to take protecting your business seriously from ransomware. Uh, and speaking of ransomware, ransomware attacks reported by Family Medical Center of Michigan and Buddhist Zoo Chi Medical Foundation. So we have two more ransomware attacks on healthcare. Temperance, Temperance Michigan-based Family Medical Center of Michigan, FMC for short, has notified 21,988 patients about a July 2020 ransomware attack. I hope that's not accurate, but if it is, that means it took them over a year in which their protected health information was compromised. FMC said the attack appeared to have been conducted by a cyber criminal gang operating out of Ukraine. Well, that could be our evil. The attackers encrypted FMC's financial files, which prevented its employees from accessing patients' financial information. A ransomware demand of 30000 in cryptocurrency was issued for the digital key to unlock the encrypted files. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot. Um, they said they worked with a third-party computer security firm called IDX to investigate the breach and help secure its digital environment. IDX advised paying the ransom as part of the strategy to determine the scope of the attack. FMC CEO Ed Larkin said it complied with the demand and paid the ransom a week after the attack occurred. The attackers took two weeks to send the key to encrypt to decrypt the files. That doesn't sound like our evil. First of all, our evil typically asks for more than 30000 But secondly, um, they're usually 
pretty quick to give you the decryption key because it it now that's the reputation it says well we paid and they immediately gave us the decryption key then the next person who gets hit with a ransomware attack now they expect to recover quickly because they paid the ransom and so that's doesn't sound like their mo but the fact that it's coming out of ukraine which is i believe well i, th I think actually our evil operates out of russia not ukraine so um i don't know but the fact that it took them over a year to report is a little concerning as well and we don't know if they exfiltrated data they most likely did but Moving along, Buddhist Zoo Chi Medical Foundation in West Sacramento, California is notifying 18,968 patients that some of their protected health information has potentially been compromised in a recent cyber attack. The attack was detected on July 15, 2021, when parts of its network became inaccessible. The affected server was immediately taken offline and emergency protocols were implemented with the staff switching to pen and paper to record patient data. Forensic investigation was conducted to determine the nature and scope of the breach, which confirmed that parts of the network accessed by attackers contained patient data. It was not possible to determine whether any patient data was viewed or exfiltrated. Of course not. They always set up. Um, due to the nature of the data exposed, there is believed to be a very low risk of misuse of the information. However, as a precaution, affected patients have been advised to monitor their estimate of benefits and other health information of any suspicious activity. So, and it's going to do it for this edition of the Product of IT Cybersecurity Daily. So, enjoy your weekend, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.